0: All right, Burlington on the spot. We're back. It's been probably about I want to say about five or six months we've had a hiatus where we've just been doing news. We haven't been doing in-depth interviews. So today we have David Mormon who's joining us, and we're going to talk about computers and computers um, yes. and tech. So early tech, early tech, back in the day tech, back in the day, and that's that's what got me excited to have you come in. I wanted to talk about it. You did a, a newspaper, so we're going to talk about that. Um, and just, I want to pick your brain on All what right. tech used to be like, and we'll put this out in the universe and see if there's some mm-hmm. nerds that want to jump on. and uh, might, get might, might get interested. <laughs> might get interested, might care about it, but mm-hmm. thanks for coming in. Retro club here. Yeah, I appreciate you coming mm-hmm. in because, like I said, we're, this is kind of kicking off our season two yeah. series. So why don't you give us some background and
1: how you got into tech, and we'll, well, we'll go from there. I've been making movies since I was 15 on an 8mm camera. And then, uh, got a video in, it. we were going to Kenya in 1990, so I needed a good video camera. I got one with the, the, uh, super VHS mini. Uh-huh. And this was like on, on, what were you going to Kenya for? It was a, uh, it was a mission trip. Okay. Awesome. Mission trip. And I, uh, in order to edit that, I had to go to the junior college in, in Sterling, and they had two VCR decks. Okay. And one of them had uh, flying erase heads, so that you could cut right at the point. Didn't have that flutter that happens when you try to edit with a VCR. Right. And it also could record two different soundtracks, so you could record the sound and you could put picture over it. So you were serious about this, uh, so you were like, hey, I'm gonna go do this, this so I might just, as well do it right. It this wasn't this just a, like taking a camera and trying right, to, like, right, actually I mean, to edit it correctly. You know, it this was as close as you could get at the time. And the, uh, the trick was that you had to play it and then turn the recorder on just the right moment to start recording on the clip and then <laughs> stop it and then roll back on the recording to where you wanted to cut the end. Oh my gosh! And then reset the other one with a four-second lead, so it would run. And then four, four till you had hit the button to record. and It took that long to catch it. Was, it was, it's a lot of work. That's and then loud. I got, I got it done. And the gal at the library at our conference office said, "Well, it's about forty-five minutes too long." And, oh, geez, because. To get rid of the middle of it, you have to rip everything out to the end, just like a sweater that has a missed stitch. Oh, no. So, so just... they wanted you to cut the middle? Yeah. Well, yeah, the part that I could get rid of was in, in the, middle. the middle. So I had to go back and start at that point and start and rebuild the whole thing. So what happened is you went out there, videoed it, and mm. then got back, you're know, like, all right, now what? Now and,
0: then, what? and that's when you started figuring out this piece of right. what it took to edit it, it all. Right,
1: Right. By, by hand, basically. It was just, just yeah, you and now look work. at today when we go edit oh, this with all this equipment, and you oh, take it, you have the software, and you're using software. You
0: betcha. It's right. way way easier. We don't, we don't know how lucky we have. Oh, it. I know right? how lucky we have.
1: It. <laughs> well, you so, do, but we don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got into computers in uh, '79. Oh, okay, the, before this trip and everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's long ago. Right. And, uh, TRS-80 model one. TRS-80 model yeah. one. Who who made that? Uh, Radio Shack. Oh, that my gosh. That was the Radio Shack. And it had color, it was black and white. <laughs> you know? So, what did it look like? Was it, was uh, it a console or like yeah. a.? It, that was the one where they had the, the keyboard. I had the uh, expansion interface on it so I could connect to a disk drive, which I never used, but I got that and it had the monitor, which is a TV set. Right, like a little TV, a little TV set. set. A little 12-inch TV set. What about keyboard or anything? It had a good keyboard. Okay. I thought that's why I got it. It had the best keyboard for the money. There was Apple and the PET from Commodore, which had a lousy keyboard, and it had the TRS-80. So, so I, I went with the TRS-80. It was the middle price and... How much uh, was it back then? Do you remember? I know that you might with, not, but... Well, with the extension, with the expansion interface, it was about $2,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was about the same price as today. Right. You know. Well, it's all relative. 16K. 16K. K. Man.
0: Not Meg. K. It's K. 16K. 16,000. So what five. are you saving stuff to? Oh, oh a, a, a cassette tape. Okay, like I talked to you, because yeah. when I was growing up, I used the Texas Instruments ti yeah. 99. Right. And I started programming on that. Like uh-huh. If-then statements. Sure. Just doing little, you know, if you go to the house, then this happens. Make uh-huh. a decision. Choose your own adventure. Right. And I would record it to the cassette tape. Right. And then that's how I would save
1: it and play it. I learned an important lesson. I was putting together a driver, what we call today? A driver for my printer. So I could type, the darn thing kicked out. Everything that was shifted was lowercase on the printer. Uh-huh. Everything that was unshifted was uppercase. So it was backwards. Right. So I had to write a driver. I got about two thirds of the way through it. And the power and light company had a glitch. Doink! Oh no, and that killed the whole thing? And it made it all go away. And I had taped it, using the tape, I had taped the beginning of it on the clear leader so that it couldn't sync up, it couldn't find, it was dead, it was gone. Oh, no. I learned an important lesson. First one, save, save, Jesus saves, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but save, 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 save as, as, through, as you're going through, right? Wrong. And the other thing was that when you lose it at two thirds, it's a lucky time because you get to go back now and rebuild it without the, all the and goof-ups that you figured out the first time through. through That's an optimistic way of looking at it. It's a good way to look at it because it's actually used to your advantage. Yeah. Because you write a better program the second time through. And
0: and it's funny because even now, up until recently, when we've had the cloud, that has become more prevalent where it's automatically saving. Yes. That same thing still happened. Like, I would be building a website, right? Mm -hmm. I learned the lesson. Like, if I'm in WordPress or whatever, I'm periodically saving saving because yeah. I've had that happen where I have I've spent hours of uh, my uh, and you're like oh no what just
1: happened? my it's son gone. said my son said it goes where all bad little programs go yeah it goes for, yeah <laughs> and, and, down the in 20. the bible it says uh what is it uh God's so love the world that we should not perish well once you understand computers you know what perish means. yeah you are, it no to longer exists right it's gone there's
0: nothing left so when you when you started down this path, you're talking about programming yeah. in 1979. Um, is that what you did it for? Because you were you, is that no. what you were doing at the time? You the, wanted to program or it was we, a hobby, or the best computer game in the world is writing a program.
1: And so you were writing your own. What I, I, language I, were you writing I, in? Basic. In BASIC. Okay, in right. BASIC because they came with BASIC. All these old computers came with BASIC. Installed, built-in. Did you write anything else
0: like Fortran
1: or, uh, I learned, or? I learned a little Fortran. I took a college course, and I've learned a little C since then, but only a little. Just big. a little bit of C. And then I've learned assembly, uh, machine language for the Commodore, which oh. is you know load A, store A, you know add carry all that sort of thing, a little tiny, every little step is a tiny little step.
0: But this wasn't your career, right? No, I mean, no. I'm, this was a hobby, so you are I'm a, yeah, I'm a oh. hobbyist
1: programmer. Oh, that's really cool. So, um, yeah, and I enjoyed that, but... Uh, well, and then really quick on that, so
0: 1979, is that, you mentioned Apple. I mean, I knew Commodore had something, and we'll get yeah. to this
1: in the couple of minute. years, yes. But,
0: but so Apple, it Apple. must have been its first generation. Yeah, just, it was the
1: two. Oh, was it the two back yeah, then? The original okay, two. Yeah. Oh. And that was uh, seventy six. Did you ever get one of those too? Or? No, I didn't like Apple. You still Sorry. stuck away from that? <laughs> and now it's still the same way, because so you have, anyways, yeah. I have an Android. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> gotcha. But and that's just for reference. Uh, they were overpriced at the time. And they and had you a could high argument today. Right. That's exactly <laughs> So I had the TRSA I I went into the seminary, went to seminary and became a uh, a pastor, a Methodist pastor. And when I got to a real church, I needed a real disk drive. I needed a new computer. So I looked them all over and the one computer that had the stuff I wanted, that played the games, that could do games, was the Commodore sixty four. But I got right here. I got a one twenty-eight. And it lasted for a while, but then it went flaky on its power switch, and you could only boot it in 60. It had a full 64 under the hood, so we could boot it in 64. Yeah, and this one, I mean, I was
0: looking at this one I grabbed this, you yeah, know, a few minutes free. ago. 64K. 64? Do you realize? I think that about that. One icon on your desktop, PC yeah. Is 64K. I know. It's not, you know, if anybody's listening, <laughs> We're not talking 64 megabytes. You no, know. no, we're not talking 64 gigs. We're talking 64K.
1: 65,536 bytes, period. Is what this little guy yeah. worked on for memory. However, the Commodore did something no one else did. They put a bank switching into it. So you've got six, So part of that memory has to be the basic, it has to be how to put things on the screen, how to, you know, the keyboard. Right. All that, all that stuff you have to do, that system stuff about uh, 16K of that, roughly. They put 20K uh, of more memory underneath that pre-written stuff, and by switching the bank, you have the full 64K to yourself as a programmer. So you were, you were like, this is delightful. You, could, you still had to work hard to make sure it was sure, fit. Sure, but I mean, think about that. It was forward, my, my okay, now, I was gonna kind of roll forward, I guess. Uh, got the account the 128 got a hold of a magazine called Star. It was fantastic. We lived out in Genoa Okay. Middle of nowhere, and this was in the days when you had to call a node, and in that case, long distance to get hooked up to CompuServe or QLink or any of these right things. And I got a Star and it looked like what I thought those computer services must be like, because it had the programs, it had the text, it had. Um, Graphics. It had all this stuff, and it was all in one place. You had one menu, and you could go to anything with that menu. And when you were done with the program, you hit X, took so you, and it went back to the menu. It was in one place. So if somebody's listening, they don't know what Louis Star okay. is. Can you? Yeah, right. Louis Star was a uh, disk magazine, not paper. it's on disk, and it was developed. Uh, the original magazine of this sort was called Soft Disk. It was for the Apple. About that was in '82. In '84, the the Commodore was picking up steam, Mm -hmm. and they decided to make uh, they port things from the Apple one over there. They would just rewrite them a little bit, make them fit, make them a little bit better, and then resell it. Yeah, and and, uh, they started this monthly thing, a monthly software digest, or you know, it was a periodical, and Lodestar's name comes with the Commodore to type in a program to start a, a disk, especially a, a bot disk, you type in L-O-A-D quote, asterisk, star. Okay. End quote, comma, one. Yeah. Load, star. Gotcha. And that's how you started the magazine, too. It had the same.
0: It's bringing back memories that I haven't thought of in it so long to, when I had to start programs and stuff. You did, you had to go in there and type you it up and had to go. Yeah, because it was basic. That's all you had. Basic, yeah. You didn't have an operating system. No, and you didn't have drives. I mean, you yeah. didn't have like a hard drive in there. did mean, yeah, You had a uh,
1: you had a, a five and a quarter inch floppy floppy. Back when they flopped. You know? Yeah, when it was, that's why it was called floppy disk. Yeah. yeah, and so and so Lodestar, you got that. and You're like, wow. Right? It was it was four sides of that five and a half inch. So you put one in side two on the back side three on the second one side four, and you go to the um, menu and you click on something. You would have a an area, you click that and then you click the particular program, you can either read about it or run it. And if it was on a different disk, it says insert disk three, three or side three, and you put that in and you do it. And then when you were done, you hit Q or X, and it would just say, insert... Actually, this had its own menu, so you it would just basically go back to the menu. And how did you hear about this? Just from being... Actually, like- I had gone to... I was looking for some for some uh, software. I had 20, 40 bucks in my pocket. I went to a software store. Back when they had software store, Babbage's, I think the name was. Well, it Denver or it, something? It was in Springs. So. Okay. And, you know, we were in Genoa, so, you know, it was yeah, it's... Yeah, that's like, Yeah. Yeah, but I, I was looking around... I, look at these things I thought oh, that'd be great but you know it's like a kid with Christmas money you don't want to spend it on the wrong toy right? To so it I went see. over to the uh, periodical rack and here was Logstar. and it looked interesting it. it had a couple of good looking programs and it had tutorials mm-hmm. and, and puzzle page and it had about what was that about 116 no I can't remember how much it had four sides yeah. And a lot of stuff. And you're just, this is awesome. I so got it, I it rushed in. home, I put it in, and it was like going online. That's what I was going to say, this is almost like using the internet before having the internet. Yeah, right, it was It was better than what they had at the time. Because
0: before at the, the time, internet. you weren't dialing into anything, there oh, was nothing. I no, it, it, it was, was a long-distance
1: call to even get a text connection. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fantastic. And load started something, we had a lot of magazines, we had Run, and... And I can't think of all the names, but um, they were a consumer mag, consumer paper mags, I call them rag mags, Uh that were aimed at the new user, newbies. So they showed you how to get the load star, all the things you had to learn, or how to do an if-then statement, or roughly, simple stuff. Yeah, basic programming, basically. And they also ran ads for the next generation of computers. You oh, <laughs> so there was a there was a point to it. The, the point yeah. was to keep moving you forward. Gotcha. Lodestar never ran ads, and it appealed and it aimed at people who were relatively smart about this stuff. So I'd read an article about how to use a font, how to make a font, a character font, and I wasn't able to do anything with it yet. But when it, later when I needed one, I went back, found that article, and there was everything I needed. Wow. So they were pushing the envelope for the you for the They're pushing you forward too. Yes. It's like education. They're pushing you forward instead of
0: pushing your money. That's forward. actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then so was it like every month and new one came every out? Every month. Wait by the, by the mailbox. Yeah. Oh, so you, you signed up,
1: had a subscription. I, I had a subscription for a while. They owe you the discs like every month? Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, what year was this? That would have been. Eighty nine, about okay. 90 So things were picking up around there. Yeah, a little more. I get more into it, and I was getting a lot more information on how to write stuff. Um, the other thing that happens, I got a book that was called the Com- the the complete compador Inner Space Anthology, and it was like a notebook. It was the size of a notebook. And you open it up, and here are all the instructions for machine language. These are the one, two, three-byte instructions that the computer actually in, understands. The computer does not understand BASIC. BASIC points you to routines using these very simple uh, assembly, often called assembly language. Assembly language, okay. The number themselves, the number itself is machine language, and they add the machine language numbers in decimal, not just in... Uh, hexadecimal, you know, okay. the, the zero to F. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know zero to F. I didn't understand it, but those those numbers I could punch those in on my basic program, and have it punch it into the mu into the memory, and make little programs. Wow. So, so, so was it like binary? I mean, I, when I, I hear hexadecimal,
0: I think like of IPv six. You know, with the new okay. protocol that's using hexadecimal. Okay. But was was this still using binary? Oh, zero ones and everything.
1: No, no. You use uh, one through F. Oh, 1 through okay. 9, A through F. Okay. We still, I mean, you still use that. Right, I mean, right. That's, that's how you do binary type connections. Right. It's easier to think in those terms. I had to learn it this little way because I, you know, just kind of playing with it. Yeah, you were, it wasn't your full-time job. You're yeah. You're a pastor who
0: is... got a roadie.
1: have a real job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but funny. as a pastor, it was a great pastime because yeah, unlike have. the parishioners, computer do exactly what you tell them to do. So whenever you put it in, it's only going to do what you tell it to do. And it won't do what you want it to do, because those are two different things. Right. (laughs) You think you're having to do this, that's what you want it to do. That's That's part of the challenge, though. You've got to figure out how to tell it exactly what to do so it comes out exactly the way you want And it does, there is such a rush. Yeah, because you're like, I did this. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: like when I would execute you know I mean yeah. you go and you hit it and you're like wow in a compiler and you're like it, it worked yeah so
1: hurt especially with compiler where you have to go through all those fatal errors in yeah, and, and debug And you're yeah. like, oh my yeah. gosh it actually worked Now basic yeah. you knew was as you know is nicer because it trots along and then it blows up you know syntax error or whatever <laughs> yeah it's trying to but with the compiler you're stuck with having to get everything right syntactically. Before it would even execute. Oh yeah, and
0: I used that's that's hard and, and it's frustrating. Because yeah. I used to do that when I had to write Java. Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean the compiler was just you know you would think ooh. you were almost there and it ooh didn't like that. I know. Like, what do I gotta fix? <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. So so okay. So then the next fascinating piece of this. Not to fast forward too much, yeah. but so somehow you end up taking that over yeah I mean, I mean, let me let me take you through okay. a couple steps to get there yeah no, i don't mean to take forever oh we have plenty of time but, okay we're in no rush okay yeah, i just think it's fascinating that you end up
1: without you know a not, spoiler alert but, right yeah so yeah. okay so walk us through okay so i got into the machine language programming and i had a major program i was trying to do to, to play music on my midi keyboards i got a midi uh interface okay and it came with what's called a sequence. And that means you put A, number one, however long. A, you know, it it's just a list of the notes and the durations. You can't write music with that. You can transcribe. but you, I wanted a music processor that had staff on it. You could put the notes on the staff and it would play them. So I had to do that. And I had to use machine language because basic was just too slow to play more than one note at a time. So sitting there, wrote it out about a thousand bytes of material, the same like, and went to the store this was in about ninety-two. Ninety two yeah, about ninety-two. Uh went to the um the Walmart and they had a compute magazine, compute gazette, and they had what's called an assembler. And it was all type in program on the you know the the page there. And I spent a week typing and typing and typing <laughs> a week one through F, I mean zero through no, F, no, <laughs> four no, yeah, of that's... them at a time, and then a check <laughs> no, I had a little check number that came up terribly, and it couldn't do more than, you know, a little bit at a time, right. but finally when I got it done, surprise, surprise, it worked. And nice. I now I could use that ADC 15, number 15 to add with really the carry number 15, I could just write those in. Now it's a little more like a compiler where... You, you run it through and then see if it works. Right. You know. So I, I did this little music program, and then I went to my sister's during the summer for overnight, and she had a game on her PC called, I think it was Railroad Baron. I think I've heard of that. It was I a railroad game. You start someplace around Boston and you connect track, you, you create track, and you try to get all the way to the of the coast. Okay. And I said, Can I do that in sixty-four K? Can I do that on sixty-four? And I figured I worked on it. Found out I could. Real the map is twenty K in size. Every one of them is a screen character. Every square on that map is a screen character, I figured fifteen miles on a side. So I could make the United States So you like recoded it kind of or right? you you can actually draw the characters on an eight by eight grid. Wow. And then they'll pop up when you call that character number, when you put that on the screen. And you made that happen? And right? It all happened. Track, stations, switches, uh, the population. The train came in. Sometimes a new house would have to pop up, you know, to populate everything. Had to figure out how, how to find. It was a big job. When I was done, I wanted to put it somewhere, of course, in those other magazines were either going out of business or it was 20K of typing. people I to type in. Right. Uh, No one would would touch it. Lodestar, I said, huh, I haven't seen Lodestar in a while. I called to see if they were still alive. Yep, they were there. Sent it in. Two or three months later, I got a call. And finally, I figured out who it was calling, a guy named Fender Tucker. I said, wait a second, he doesn't call to reject. They sent a letter. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's calling for a reason. For a reason. $500 reason.
0: Oh, so so you, you sent him what you repackaged, basically. Is that what
1: you're saying? Like well, the the, bear, the game? I said, I created the game and the text and all that, and I put it together on a disc and sent that off to him. And then he's probably like, hey, who is this guy? Yeah. well, He, he must he, be a programmer. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, he runs, he, he just, he had a hundred, at that time maybe hundreds of programmers that sent things in. And I was in kind of in that top, but that was a top class program. Okay. I was lucky because I sent in What took a lot to uh, to put together. Yeah, I mean,
0: there were people that probably made a business model around that. Well, not quite, but yeah. no, but um, close. I had a number of
1: friends in that who went on to become professional programmers. Okay, and that would make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, game creators. Game creators. So, but I never got to that. I was more the fun of making the program. Yeah, and you had your hands full, and yeah, you were yeah. following what you needed to
0: do. Yeah, I, had, like I had
1: plenty of real work, too. Right. So, yeah, and it was a, a great hobby, and I got some money for it. And, and so, so he sent it back, and what was on the phone call? Was he just like, hey? No, no, he didn't reject it. He called. Yeah. And and said, uh, I like your program, and uh, uh, I want to buy it from you. And I said, oh, you think that the, making your first program work is fantastic getting money for our program is, is well, mind blowing you're like alright it's, it's almost better it's better not um, it's almost better almost better than marriage and your child being born <laughs> and, and your first computer <laughs> these are the four things that are <laughs> the best things in your life well that's pretty neat so, so I was knocking out slower. programs I did a number one a month and then I hit a dry space and then did a couple more and uh Let's roll it was really forward to about 1996, and I was trying to do this editing, with the uh, video editing, I didn't have like two uh, VCRs. They were 90 miles away, so okay. I, I went and got a PC. And I, and I did all I got the editing stuff, and I did all the stuff there, but then I discovered that the Commodore 64 had emulators. Oh, on the PC, they're fast enough at two eighty-six level. They were fast enough to truly emulate the C sixty-four, and close to truly at that time. So, so explain that to me. Okay, so why were they emulating? Okay, any 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 computer can emulate any other computer as right now because I'm familiar with VMware and I've used mm -hmm. that
0: right as long as the
1: memory and speed are not are not factors. And so it was able back then to emulate what's. The 664, including most of the hardware functions that that sped everything up. Yeah. Now, the one now is just the one, the major one is Vice, and it is just fantastic. Yeah, and I
0: think you know there's the BlueStacks,
1: right? they emulate. The yeah, case. something so like that. It, yeah, the other yeah. games and stuff. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So I got the simulator. I tried to run a Luke Star on it. I you know copied it over onto the hard drive, and you know did a lot of fill into that, and. Uh, they wouldn't run the star. So I said, well, I can write a program. So I wrote a menu program, and it got it all working. It was like a star issue for a PC. I called Fender Tucker. Oh, because that didn't exist at the no, time. No, no, uh, they had, if you were a C64, you got star. if you weren't.
0: What did man, you get? Well, I mean, if, you, if you weren't, you just didn't. You well, could, they, they, they had their own thing. They had other things, yeah. And this had Fender, had he ever thought about doing that? Or Not
1: really, because the company that he had been working for that started this went on, and then they got the PC and they got the, the Mac, and then they went online, and then they totally phased out into something else. That, you know yeah. The whole software periodical died. Gotcha. With the internet. I mean, you don't need a periodical to send it to you, because you can just go online and. Yeah. Yeah. Now, anything. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, but um, I called him and I said, we can make a eLoadStar, a PC version of star, Just harvest a bunch of your old programs and put this new menu on top of it and uh, we can make a new menu. He said, good. That sounds great. Go for it. And so I did. So he just said, you did it? Like- you did. He like, okay, great yeah, idea. I and uh, he, he pitched it, and we we uh, did it for about a year. My dad had uh, cancer, and we were I was taking family leave, so this was my fun to do. Get you know, get out of it. Yeah, go down in the basement and hide from everything, and, and just and get it. Harvesting, harvesting the programs, putting it together. It Had to be programs that worked on the PC. Was he paying you to do this, or no. was no, no? So you were just this your outlet. Doing that this was fun. you getting that's money. right, right. The pay had pretty well dwindled down. It, the money wasn't there anymore. Gotcha. But about a year later, they were, he and his wife, who we were in Blue Star, and owned it outright then, they were getting ready to, to shut it down, just give up on it. About issue 199. 199, this is more than any other disc Magazine ever. Yeah, man, because it, when they were doing one a month? One a month. So that's like 15 years. Something like. Yeah, 15, yeah. 16, yeah. So... Uh, And I said, Vinder and my wife and I, I've done this e-load star. I know how to do that. I know the techniques of that. Can I take it over? He said, sure. And what year was this? That was in, okay, it was uh, 2000 and 2000 even. Okay, and so he's like, yeah, go for it. He was done, and you're like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And uh, in fact, he was so gracious. He had a a chunk of... uh, Subscriber money that come in but hadn't been spent yet, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, they hadn't sold the issues, gave the whole chunk to me. He so, said, "Hey, here you go. We're done. Uh, everyone else is gone." Is he still alive? Yes, yeah, he's okay. still alive. He doesn't do anything with Commodore. He just, He has his own thing out there. Fender Tucker. Fender Tucker. Yeah, what a name, huh? <laughs> that, that, it sounds like it should be what he's doing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Rather A car maker.
0: Well, he actually, he publishes books now. Okay, so and he's in Colorado. No, well, he lives in.
1: Uh, Shreveport, so did you ever meet him in person? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we went by a couple of times, and uh, the last time was to make the transfer of the Star. And now, so you took it over? I took it over, and we knocked him out
0: about every month. We got a little slower. Than, and at that point, yeah. you were, so at that time, it must have been
1: predominantly PC, right? Well, I mean, uh, the PC, some people had PC, but the, the, we were talking about the old crowd, and there were maybe, when I started, there were maybe a thousand 800, something like that, subscribers, and we got it down to a few hundred. It just was dying. Right. I, was, I was riding the board all the way into the beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, you just do. And,
0: and you do yeah, the best you just it in and join it, right? Right. Sunset, and you're taking it into the beach. Yeah. And I
1: would, uh, uh, I had a few people, very few people who supplied software, and they, I didn't pay for it because we just had the money. The money. Right. money. And... Uh, So I would write a little bit of little dinky games and write a lot of articles and a lot of uh, sight and sound. I'd put music and pictures together, that sort of thing. And uh, just kept knocking. Oh, and then harvesting old programs from 200 issues of... To go back. back and Classics. Classics. Classics like what? Oh, gosh. Uh, They had, had a whole issue where it was things like On the Order of Tetris... Because you couldn't use Tetris because it was copyright, Yeah, trademarked or whatever. So you yeah. had one that was dropping beans, and you had the two colors, you had to line up the colors, or the, you dropped uh, various things. The same sort of building huh. deal. So three or four different programs of the same ilk, I put them together on an issue. And you had a big following; it's like loyal followers.
0: Uh, still, yeah. I don't You were Still hanging Maybe in not there. big, but you're yeah. Most of them, most of them
1: users, a few of them programmers. Gotcha. And, and so you just kept going kept with going, it because you wanted in. to. It was just yes, something prime. that you enjoyed doing. It was it was great, it gave an outlet for a lot of things. And then how long did that last Phil? Uh, it was 2007 when we finally had to wrap it up. And why did you wrap it up? It was just, just time. Yeah, well, we we were in Holly, and they had the tornado, and that ruined our um, database. Uh, our computers' database was corrupted, so we didn't know how much people had given or how much we owed them. So you're like, this is a
0: sign. It's we we just... found we
1: found a couple pages of mailing labels, so we ran those off and kept sending to the people. So now,
0: well, we'll put this out, and then who knows who finds these things, right? I, I hope mean, so. you'd be amazed. I, I mean, hope it's so. pretty well, well. Once we put page titles in and talk about sure, Lodestar, you never sure, know who's going to find it, yeah.
1: but is it something somebody can still access, or I mean, okay. is there is Lodestar Gallery, I think the name is, if you type in Lodestar Gallery in uh, Google, yeah, you'll find a list from issue 170 maybe, to 249, all the issues are there, at, we call them d eighty ones, they're the the image of a, the three-and-a-half-inch drive. Yeah. So the whole issue is there. So that is a resource. It goes back away ways. I don't know how far back it goes. Anyway,
0: there's a lot of them there. Well, and I mean, when you and I were uh, talking, the, the reason that we ended up doing this podcast yeah. is I Googled you. Yeah, and then I popped up. You're popular. You're, Mr. you're famous. Mr. Roadstar. You are. You're on Wikipedia. Yeah. And so it's on there. Exactly. talking about like, wow, we got we got to sit down and talk about, about this. Me. So is there any other message you want to tell all those subscribers or anything you think those people need to know to get a hold of you if they ever wanted to or just anything like that? Um,
1: Don't worry about me. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. (laughs) I'm good. I've enjoyed it. There are some people out there, if they come across it, uh, drop me a note, an email, uh, get on my uh, Facebook and uh, we'll, we'll get connected again a little bit. Yeah, I mean, is there like a forum for it, where people still There's a forum, I haven't been there for a while. There's a, there's a
0: Commodore 54, uh, Facebook. Those must yeah, have been some really good memories
1: and good times. They were good huh? times. And now, so what are you doing now with technology? I write music. I use a little uh, music processor called uh, MuseScore. It's free. And, it, and I can write a full symphony uh, with all the voices in MIDI. I mean... Really? Yeah, sampled MIDI, so it sounds almost like real, and... How long does it take to do one of those? A couple of days, three days, depends on whether I got an idea or not. I like, oh, no big deal, just three full days. Yeah, what the heck. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And then I make videos. I shoot on trips, and I look up things, and I... Edit them, um, do you put music to them, and My every... music, that's where I put ah, my music underneath it. Very cool. So, that's on my uh, uh, YouTube page. Huh. All uh, right. I think that you gotta look up Dave Mormon and, or David Mormon. I can't remember which one it is, but. Uh, well, and I'm sure I... we'll have some people reach out. We'll get
0: some comments uh-huh. in our section and stuff. Yeah. But uh, thanks again for uh-huh. coming in. I mean, well, hopefully I, I didn't keep you too long. Oh, no, really... oh, no, it's great. Today we're having Linda Engelbrecht, who's uh, producing. So thanks to Linda. How long did we go? Uh, Almost 35 minutes. Not bad. About 35 minutes. So, again, I appreciate it for coming in. If anyone has questions, I'll let you know. This is great. Okay. I'm glad to do it with you some of the time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see if we can do some follow-up. Okay. Okay, thanks. thanks. Have a good day. Thanks a lot. You bet. Bye. Bye.